it had to be done. That was McGee and me. And this is Godfellas. Ladies and gentlemen, we are we are back talking about McGee and Me, specifically the episode A Star in the Breaking. So if you haven't seen that one, go watch it and then come back. But that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And speaking of stars, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by a very, very special guest. Um, he is just a real talent. He is an awesome, awesome person, a great singer, a great worship leader, great actor, a great composer, a great producer, um, really just the ultimate like person that you want to know, uh, very sweet, very kind, just, oh, I, I can't say enough nice things about this guy, so I'll stop. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Mr. Luca Sorbina. What's up? <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. Good. Thank um, you for uh, for being here. Um, actually, I was thinking about this. Qu- quick question: Was this your first exposure to McGee and Me? I believe so. Yeah, this is my very first McGee and Me episode. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I was. Well, I was thinking about that, Lucas, and I was wondering, like, because you're a little bit younger than I am, what kind of Christian media did did you grow up with? Oh boy. So okay, I remember this one time I was at uh, youth night and. Uh, in my church, we played a movie instead of usual devotionals or like games or stuff. It was just a movie night, and we had this movie. This I think it was like the whole thing was in Spanish, and it was an Argentinian film. It was about this Ooh. guy who like was into heavy metal as a kid, and then he joins a band, a really popular band in uh, like in Argentina or something, uh, and then he sells his soul to the devil. But then like. <laughs> God shows up at some point in the movie. Ooh, I don't know. Wow. Well. Then, like, Rock music, don't you know? That's very <laughs> different from Focus on the Family. And then at the very end, there's like this really like cheesy uh song about salvation, like that he wrote, like the 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 the, the guy <laughs> in mm. the movie. All and right. then it gets played and it's like a four minute long piece, and then uh we started using it in our worship um what? Set yeah. So. What? And and that song was "Shout to the Lord." And I'm kidding. <laughs> so 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 that's like a the glimpse of like what I've been exposed to as far as Christian media. So your church was giving it more to as like the no, we're not watching Veggie Tales. Like we're watching the real stuff. Yeah, we also watched like Letters to God. Okay. Um, oh, so it was yeah. more like movies and like less like show based stuff. Would you say? Yeah, I would say so. Gotcha. Yeah. It's funny. I, I maybe it's like a language thing, but like I was raised in an Hispanic church, so maybe Veggie Tales wasn't like 
as prominent <laughs> in the things I knew as far as Christian media. <laughs> Lucas and I, we play on, a, on the worship team together at our at our church, and uh, we've kind of discussed this a lot. This episode of McGee and Me is about um, our main character becomes a bit of a celebrity in his own right, and uh, Lucas, you actually mentioned that you wanted to come on the show and kind of talk about the danger of when... Like I, I forgot how you put it, and I don't want to, you know, put words in your mouth. But you were talking about the danger of, like, the Christian celebrity of, like, you know, the big, the big pastors who are preaching there, you know, they're this or that, or the worship leaders who are, you know, sprinkling in their opinions on every matter, and who are, you know, who are going above and beyond maybe the call to just lead people into the throne room of God, and who are saying like, but also let me, you know. <laughs> throw in my opinions and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you would maybe want to elaborate on uh, on what you mean by, by that when you talk about like the danger of celebrity Christians. Uh, so I've, I've recently been struggling a lot with this and like kind of finding myself like a concrete opinion. But where I basically stand as of right now is um, I think that we have distorted the way I guess we understand what a congregation is as far as worship leaders sometimes. Um, I think because, well, there's a lot of factors to it. Um, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, the incorporation of, of secular music in or secular components of, of music uh, being applied to a church setting is 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 fun and it's a great tool to like do ministry work with and it's a great way to evangelize and and grab people's attentions but i feel that at some point we re- we pass this certain threshold that I, I don't know is unspoken about and i feel that i don't even know what it is like mm. it, it just um it just when you see it you know mm. and you kind yeah. of just you know get this certain vibe about a uh, certain person and mm. whatever that person is doing with their leading, like, where is it going? And uh, for me, I, <laughs> I have this one experience uh, and I won't name names because, you know, we're, we're all, we're all human. Uh, but I remember that uh, I was at this one place one time at a church and um, there was this, a song that was, you know, very um, rock inspired and stuff. And, and, you know, I'm, I, I love, I love rock. Um, you know, I, I grew up on it in the house and in my teenage, you know, high school time. <laughs> um, but this, uh, this person, uh, was really feeling it in, in church, but not in the sense of the spirit, rather it felt as right. if, like it was a concert, September type, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. um, this person, you know, did the rock star move of having a rock solo, like a guitar solo, but swung their guitar like around their you know their, 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 their best thing and you know it like it it from there on out i was like wait yeah. <laughs> what is going on and it's it's small things like that that i feel that um are really dangerous <laughs> in many ways and um sometimes as worship leaders we don't we we have to just be careful that's all it is honestly mm-hmm. we just have to uh be in complete surrender to Christ uh, through our time up up on stage because it's it's in a way in, in and of itself worship leader worship leading is a battleground uh, in in I would I would say you know it's it's this 
this inner fight, at least with me, that it's just, you know, I'm doing this, but like when I played this or when I said this or when I prayed this or whatever it is on stage, like, was that me or was that saying, or was that me saying, God, I surrender this and use Mm -hmm. me through it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's a brief place where I stand. (laughs) I I also see, but the other part that I like, you know, that's, that's one side. Right. And then the other side of me is, is I sort of kind of touched on it already, but the idea that like, sometimes we're, we take ourselves too seriously. And Mm. so I feel that the other side of that is the other side of that coin is that sometimes we, we approach things with a certain expectation and we kind of box God in and of itself. Like Mm. when we are up there, because we're like, it's going to be this yeah, yeah. For the rest of the service, and mm-hmm. like we have our hands and controlled, and there's nothing wrong with worship planning. There's nothing wrong with creating a structure for things. I mean, you need to have order in in life. You know, you yeah. can't just live in chaos. <laughs> yeah, I, I disagree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that it's sometimes we lose ourselves in that order too, yeah. though. Like, and that's that's the struggle, I think. Like yeah. finding yeah. a balance between not taking yourself too seriously, but also knowing your identity in Christ and having some reverence there as well. I think the more power you are given as a leader, the more you should seek out accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, find people in your circle at your church, um, leaders above you who can keep you grounded yeah. and who can call you out. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I've heard it said where with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I literally thought that to myself when I said it. I was like, "That's gonna be too much." That's amazing. So, Lucas, you said this was your first encounter with uh, McGee and me, and I'm interested to hear what you what you thought. But first, uh, Olivia, this was also your first McGee and me. <laughs> this was my first McGee and me. I mean, I've been a bystander uh, as the um, as the uh, the Godfellas episodes have been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've heard um, secondhand the film criticism wonders of McGee <laughs> and me. Um, it uh, like to its credit to its credit it was more put together than i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. it was more put together than i thought it was going to be um it's definitely of its time sure, there's yeah. something like uh comforting though about like and nostalgic about it though yeah even yeah. though i did not grow up with it yeah. um yeah it was i'll say it was better than i than i expected yeah nice it's not super meaty but no. No. for a kid, for for a kid's thing, yeah, I'm, you shouldn't have opened that door because, like, now I'm just going to show you all the McGee music. Because, no. like, this is—I yes. no. would say, Zach, I don't know what you think. I think this is one of the weaker episodes. Really, I was—I think this is one of the the better ones. But uh, really, this will be an interesting conversation. I think. Yeah. Wow, this is polarizing. Because I would agree that it's a little light on things happening, but I think compared yes. to the other mm-hmm. two McGee we've talked about, the message here felt a little more like, or I guess not a little more, yeah. a li- like the least problematic and kind of the most like, yeah. I get that. Humility. And like yeah. it's the one where like the it made the most sense as like an episode. Like, oh, this is like a thing I'd want to see on a TV show. Like a kid getting to be on like another show and like this happens and that happens. But Mm -hmm. it was also like, I was like, there's a lot of them just like, 
I've heard this same like theme song like six times in this episode and seen yeah. him like walking yep. down the hallway a lot. And I was yes. like, I was like, we needed to dedicate this much time to McGee. Like, what are we doing? Honestly, but, it yeah. probably would have been 15 minutes if I was like a too. lot of the stuff was out. But like I'll say it made sense for kids. Yeah. Like yeah. I just listened yeah. to, you know, last week's episode of Godfellas and you guys talked about I'm six. Uh, the big <laughs> the big wall and how like it's kind of an interesting biblical story to pick for children but this may this topic yeah. right makes a lot of sense for at least to me yeah for a, a children's series right you know i think it's it's definitely something that is a little bit easier uh for children to comprehend fully yeah 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 um lucas my son had you were you familiar with the work were you familiar with the work of mcgee and me prior to me with the asking? art of mcgee and me uh, the, no. no so um, how how did you feel going in and how do you feel like now that you've seen the episode a little bit all right so i i feel i felt you know going in um pretty good so far like you know it, it sort of strangely reminded me of some like old Oh man, I don't even know where they're from. But like this idea of like having an animated cartoon in real life, but also being like the eat like the alter ego of the main character. Mm -hmm. There's a movie that already did that. The Lizzie McGuire um, movie. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So yes. I, I was reminded of Lizzie McGuire from the beginning, but it was like, oh, like a Christian Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah. So, I mean, in a sense. So I, I think like I, I kind of approached it that way. Um, mind you, uh, I think the 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 version that I got sent, uh, it was um, yeah, it was like it, it was a little the VHS rip here there, yeah, and and my, the, the producer yeah. the producer you're in me was just like, I could like sample this. This is kind of cool. <laughs> but, like, really, but um, no, no, no. But in all seriousness, I do think that uh, I agree with Olivia. I do think that the themes here were just uh immaculate for children <laughs> uh, i do think that um i i haven't really i don't even remember if in my sunday schools i was ever taught something close to humility i think maybe i was more taught you know color in noah's ark or draw a line next <laughs> yes. to the other line wow this that. plays in the background but yeah yeah or something like that and so i do think that it's very it's 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 good it's legit for it, it caters i mean um the kids uh the the little the the sister i think it was yeah i was kind of impressed okay. with her acting <laughs> me too way. actually she, she yeah. nonchalantly yeah. just like talked about things and it, it felt real i don't know she was like the the star to me for me. Yeah, our queen <laughs> the star Jamie. in the break easily <laughs> easily yeah Hannah, what about yeah. you? Did you grow up with... We haven't had this discussion yet, and I feel like we should have, but... So, when... At one of the churches my parents were at, they had, like, just a conference room that had a TV with, like, a bunch of VHS tapes. Yep. So, I didn't watch McGee and Me at home, but there were McGee and Me tapes in the church... And I watched them alone, which makes me like, I think looking back, I never really like thought about it too much because I wasn't with like other kids or like with an adult to like talk about it. But I think in rewatching it as an adult, I've had a very hard time sitting through most of the episodes. Or I think this <laughs> one was the most like 
palatable for me. <laughs> like I felt like mm-hmm. I could actually sit through it and yeah. stay a little bit entertained. I recognize the music because you play it in the car all the time, but. Um. <laughs> Gosh, I'm sorry. Oh, I it's good music. It's good music. I knew the lyrics. Um, hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> but um. <laughs> you look so bad. Let's let's talk. About this this, I- this, ha- this was a rough music week uh, for McGee and me <laughs> hey, compared was. to the like Michael McDonald sounding other McGee and me songs. Yeah. So yeah, Luke, so Lucas, Lucas, and listening audience. Usually, like most McGee and Me's have like a song that they write for the episode, aside from like the theme song. song. But it's always like very late '80s power ballad, like you know. And God is looking at you every hour of the day, and then like a guitar solo comes in. But every yeah. now and then it's like one of these like with the jangly guitars and like a saxophone and those ones. As a kid, I was like, "Where's my cool guitar solo?" Yeah. <laughs> but let's let's talk about the episode. So our friend Nick is back and he's at home watching trash TV with his with his family. That felt like a very Christian thing. Yeah. Like, what's this? Why are they so mad at like? <laughs> Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're going to slide this kid. Yeah, trash TV. But, but I guess it's not that bad because Nicholas applied to be on the show, and guess what? He got on. So now Nick is going to be on trash TV, and his family could not be more excited, and they're thrilled, and the dog can see McGee. Yes. That cut, mm. the cut from Nick in front of the TV... <laughs> To the family holding hands and praying at the table, yeah, yeah. destroyed me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dog can see McGee because McGee is canonically real, according to this. Series. Yeah, it's just the adults can't see him. Yeah, it was one of those discussions where we were like, "Can people but see the dogs? Him? Can <laughs> we, we? He's a real. His little sister That's... heard McGee outside the door. It seems so. He's real. He's real. <laughs> McGee is real. He is real. Yeah. I believe in McGee. Yeah, I was just gonna say, it's just so we don't believe. Clap your hands. Yeah, I just don't believe. It, it kind of felt like a like a like a split between like the the older adults in like the Peanuts Charlie Brown, yep. you know, world yeah. where everybody talks, yep. but everybody, everybody yeah. just walk, It's like the Polar Express. You can't hear that when you can't hear McGee anymore. You, you don't yeah, believe you can't it. Hear it. <laughs> We don't get Christmas presents. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then we, well, we get started, and, and Nicholas goes to school, and uh, wow, sorry, <laughs> that is so excellent. <laughs> yeah, say, what is and this? he runs into some very like very eighty stereotype kids. And you know he's he's having a good time, and then his friend Lewis, who I don't know why Nick hangs out with Lewis, because Lewis is like always mean to him. Shows him and goes, "Where's your shades? Why would I hide my face in shades?" You're right. Better get him a paper bag. <laughs> Zach, you have criticized Lewis's acting. I feel like in other episodes we've talked about it, and now it's not on board. Yeah. This episode was egregious. <laughs> Lewis was way chewing the scenery. Every oh yeah. Scene. Every scene. Every Pull him back a little bit, director, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it starts. You know, Nicholas is. I feel you know reacts appropriate. He's excited and he's in a he's in a good mood. And then the show. Uh, you know, Mitch, I do kind of see what you're saying because then the show dedicates the next five minutes to 
letting the gym teacher yeah. just come in and improvise. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter four. Yeah. <laughs> for the, I, I you know, you know, I think that they make fun of him. But can we acknowledge the school should not hire someone? Yeah. Who I'll no, no, no. But you know, yeah. I feel like they did something revolutionary for its time. They tried to create some satire of what American <laughs> education is. Right now. <laughs> there you this go. Is a systems. Let's let's They're talk like, about this. We need a sub. Uh, the PE uh, teacher will do fine. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is a metaphor. They can for teach the math. Under, it's fine. This is the metaphor for the underfunded school that Nicholas is going. Yeah. <laughs> Heather's smile was the highlight of a real boring day. And I'm like, episode, yeah. I feel like you introduced that. Like, and then Nick likes happened. a girl. And then, like, someone, a, a higher bit focus just... on the film is like, we're not doing that. Hey, no. <laughs> I think I've yeah. watched them out of order too, because the three girls in the hallway, yeah. I remember seeing that earlier. Yeah. And I thought they were portraying the middle girl who was like, big stars need uh, big, big cars, cars <laughs> as like, like a popular, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. here's me and you know my two girlfriends next to me, right? Like, as how I thought yeah. it was being portrayed. Yeah. Uh, but then she's like a series regular and is like, I'm not that way in other yeah. episodes. So I don't know what they're trying to get across. I think it's but... sloppy writing or, or them yeah. like finding out what to do with that. With that I was character. like, why are they dangling these little children as like... <laughs> Objects of desire for this mm. little boy, Nick. Hey, I don't Nick. care for that. Did anybody yeah. else think that Next it was week's episode? <laughs> did anyone else think it was weird that like the principal just like walked in in the middle of class and was like, "Oh, I just wanted to say, uh, congratulations, Nicholas, and uh, this Saturday we'll all be rooting for you." I was like, I feel like the no. principal really wanted to be on Trash TV. Also, bitter about it. <laughs> is Trash TV a locally filmed syndication? I because, that like, too. <laughs> like, did his family get up and fly to like California well, or New York? Well, because later People Lewis do is, that though. I know. I yeah. thought that too, but then later Lewis is just like, uh, he's like, "Hey, man, we should come with you and check out the studio." Yeah, and so I was like, "I guess it's local." <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So, so that all these kids it. have a chance to be on the show too. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so then, uh, not trying hard enough. Yeah, give it some time. You'll probably be on it at some point. Yeah. So then, then Nicholas is having dreams with animated Rambo and uh, some other um, themes that seem clearly like racist. a Eugene Levy type. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's have a Who smile over here, Mr. Milo. Oh. Which I thought, even for kids, was on the nose. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why does Lewis like dr- not Lewis? Why does Nicholas like dream in the 1920s? Like in his head animation. <laughs> like, hey, it on. Maybe those are the only Hollywood movies that he's allowed to watch Ooh, at home. That makes sense. But he's allowed to watch so. trash TV, so it'd be weird if his parents were like Casablanca and trash TV, <laughs> and that's, that's it. it. Gone with the wind and double there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, quite. Like quite sudden, you know what? Not quite suddenly because he, I, I don't want to be like this. He's a kid and he's had a day of people being really like, Hey, Nicholas. So I'm like, yeah, it would go to his head by the next morning where he's like asking his sister, like sugar milk, you forgot my spoon. Yeah. (laughs) And and she does the, I'm not your maid runs out. And then Nicholas. Lucas, I apologize, but the minute I saw him in that outfit with like the sweater tied around his neck, oh and I was like, God. "That's like a Lucas outfit right there." 
Oh, <laughs> it was stylish. I show it wasn't worship bad. rehearsal every time. You know, I just I think like, you could just dress that way if you want to dress right. that way, Nick. Like if you want to feel confident. Okay, yeah. so, so so you know Whiplash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Okay. Okay. So so you know how uh, J.K. Simmons just walks into the um to the band room the first time and everybody stands up. Yep. That's that's me in rehearsal. Everybody <laughs> just touches me with my, my blazer and just like I hang it on my coat, take out my earbuds. Yep. Don't turn off to the set list. (laughs) (laughs) So, so so Hannah and I got into a a back and forth though because Nicholas is walking down the hallway and then what's her name? Renee. Renee runs up and she goes, "Uh, excellent." Well, well, she does the whole like, "Oh, hey, Nicholas, do you think you could get me the host autograph?" And he's like, "I don't know." And then Lewis is like. Hey, me and some of the guys were thinking we should come. We should come down to the studio with you and check it out. And he's like, "Uh, I don't know." Like, it. He he basically was like, hey, "Wouldn't it be weird if I came in with a bunch of kids attached to me?" And I and I was saying like, technically, it'd be one thing for Nicholas to be like, "Listen, like this is not an all expansive. I just get to bring people with me, you know." Yeah. But Hannah brought up a good point. It, if he said yeah. that, it's one thing, but he's like nasty about it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not that Lewis is right because he's not right. It's that Nick is like, you peasant children, you think yeah. that you can ask this of <laughs> me? Child, because yeah. I am not a child. But, but but then Lewis goes, hey, don't do me any favors. I was like, you were literally just asking for him to do you favors. <laughs> so. Forget it, man. This hallway's not big enough for us and your head too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. this is Lucas. What did you think of the way that Nick was behaving in this uh, in this sequence? Um, I feel like it was a little rushed, but you know, it was thirty <laughs> minutes. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't. I think like I want to give credit to Nick and just say that like you're probably he's probably growing up. You know, he's probably learning he's some a stuff. Kid. He's yeah. a kid, exactly. So I'm sure, like, I'm sure here and there, you know, some stuff might grow to his head. But I wanted to believe that realistically, that probably wouldn't have been the case. It probably would have been like an accumulation of a mm-hmm. bunch of more people like talking yeah. to him and stuff for him to get there. Because yeah. I don't know, I feel like I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad for the kid, honestly. I know that right. he's gonna get wrecked by the end. <laughs> right. And honestly, he's one of three children. It probably felt nice. The middle child. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of attention. Yeah. This is a child who is so overlooked, he's created a fictional yeah. character he talks and fights with. Yeah, it's maybe me creating so, a you know psychoanalytic version of Nick here, but yeah, I agree. If his parents agree said more than six words to him a week. Maybe he would be not drawing and talking father. to me. I, I mean, yeah. the mom is looking for work, so she's busy out there trying to hustle. So yeah, you know. Well, I so I guess we've kind of gotten there. I liked that the mom was also like kind of yes. had her story too, because I feel like. The episode, not every kid is going to like be on a TV show or whatever, but I feel like if the parents are watching, then they might be able to like, oh, I identify with the with how the mom's feeling. Maybe I can have this conversation with my child a little, mm-hmm. maybe I understand a little bit better. But I thought that that was, I was moved by, you know, her being like, I feel overqualified and I'm feeling a little, you know, shortchanged at this, you know, at this new job. And I'm like, that's a big topic. i I wish we would spend a little more time there than with mm-hmm. McGee, but I also get I'm a child. I don't I don't yeah. know what the counseling center the is, and you know. No, I thought that they yeah. did a really great job because I think it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing to have open dialogue with children. I don't have children yeah. of my own, 
but I can imagine that, well, just for, for my own experience, like I feel like when I became an adult and went through my own (laughs) financial struggles or just struggles in life with like work and everything, it made me appreciate so much more what my parents were going through, Mm -hmm. you know, raising three children. Like, so I love that she has an, you know, but she's not like, because I think there's a way to do this, right? Of like not yes. putting a bunch of um Nick, we're struggling with money. Yes, exactly, like, don't do that. Exactly. But... but just like I'm a human too, you know, like yeah. I have emotion too. And I felt sad too, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm also being humbled yeah. <laughs> in yeah. this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that teaches, I, I feel like it teaches your kid like how to like when you face a disappointment, move past it, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that's healthy. Rather than like telling a kid, like if you hide those parts of your journey, mm. then I think the kid's going to feel like, oh, well, I'm just not supposed to feel upset. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, the thing I'm supposed to feel is like humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. When I yeah. think it's good to demonstrate your first reaction might not be to just magically be humble. You right. might have to humble yourself. Yeah. Cause the opposite's not good either. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes too, like a lot of media shares like a very dangerous rhetoric of like well i'm the adult and i've been through this already so Mm -hmm. i know what i'm doing but like yeah i think exactly what you said olivia like an open dialogue is really important and i think that transparency of parents being like i know this is a hard lesson to learn and you're going to be learning it your whole life like i'm still Mm -hmm. learning this but got to start somewhere you know (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i think that's important and i like that that was highlighted in this yeah uh, and I mean, I wish we could spend more time with that, but unfortunately, we now have to cut to Nicholas in his bedroom getting into a fight with his psychological projection, McGee, <laughs> where they're calling each other ferret nose and mutant brain. Yeah, some and- of these names, I was like, oh. <laughs> and the Christians are writing this show. Like, he can't call him like a butthead. But mutant brain is Some of them is felt fine. worse. Yeah. It's just the degree Bottom to which head. he interacts with McGee that really upsets me. Like, because there are shows with imaginary friends where, like, they have a conversation. Yeah. He's, like, throwing stuff across the a room at him. Helmet and but then, but then here comes Janie. Um, Nicholas? Do you have a gun in there? Like, what is going on? What are you doing? I I dropped something. What? I was wondering, could you help me with my wombat drawing now? Janie, I don't have time for that. Tomorrow's the show. I was like, but it's a show where, like, you go get messy. Like, what is there to prep It's for? not like yeah. you have to prepare. And what yeah. is it? 6 30 yeah 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 but then he, she's asking you to draw something <laughs> and she's already drawn it which you love to do help. yeah she's just asking for some help but then he goes besides what kind of a stupid animal is a wombat anyway and hannah was like Ooh. yeah i said that's where you cross the line i think the show was trying to get me to hate nick so yeah. i would feel okay with the punishment he was about to receive yeah right. yeah. yeah yeah that one but, but again, also you learn that she's drawing the wombat for a project it's not like she so it feels a little totally bit like started. cheating to yeah. have her artist brother come in and help her draw. No, them. no, Maybe no, no. Maybe she needed to learn a lesson about. My parents did every art- artistic project for yeah. me until like middle school. <laughs> Maybe she didn't. I didn't so, do yeah. one diorama. Yeah. I did not do one science fair at all. Yeah. Yeah. My mom. Those things my are oh, not I was fair. On a call with a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> yes. And how old is she? Like four? Well, like, well, Lucas makes a good point about like how good the little girl's acting is in that scene. Like yeah. when yeah. she just looks so dejected, I was yes. like, 
the youngest actor on the set, like she showed up to, she's like, Hey, I know it's a McGee and me, but I'm here to work. Like She was like, yeah, yeah. I've got a like serial commercial after this. Like <laughs> I'm a real deal actor. Well, and also like the thing is, is like, it'd be different if he said no from like the, from get. the get, but yeah. like he, he literally said, yes. said, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Like what kind of, and was asking her questions about it and was like mm-hmm. excited about it. So then when she goes thinking like, well, my brother said he was my big brother, yeah. who I look up to, said it was he was he gonna to help. help. Yeah. I'm not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, she had this little bow in her hair. I'm like, <laughs> you monster. <laughs> you. How dare you? And, well that and then we get into another weird thing where um oh, McGee, you're not going to the show when that's final. <laughs> And it's like, I feel like the show wants me to be upset, but it's like Nicholas is casting out his like delusions. He's I'm parenting. Not, like, this is one where I'm like, yes, good, Nick. You, McGee should not come yeah. to the show with you. That- <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, you're bringing him no matter what. Yeah. He's in your head. <laughs> He's in your head. <laughs> You'll never escape him. My head. You, <laughs> you, can't, you can't get rid of him. Did anybody else? Oh, man. Nicholas. He seems brilliant if you've seen his bedroom and his pencil sharpener and things like oh. that. But uh, yeah. his alarm clock, which is like the bat wing crashing into his like alert sign. Hannah's like, he has to reset that every day. So brilliant. Sure. Efficient. No, no, not so much. Yeah. That's what I think of. Like you have to get up and not only turn it off, but then you have to place everything back for the next day. Too much work. Too much work. It's very Kevin McAllister-esque to me. Oh, yeah. Like, this Mm -hmm. is someone who wants to create a human puzzle (laughs) and wants to hurt people. (laughs) A little Jigsaw. Yeah, Jigsaw Jr. So so we get to the set of Trash TV, and here was, I think, I'd love to hear what what all of you think of, of this. I felt like there was a missed opportunity to maybe, like, just have a moment where, like, Amy, his competitor, comes up before and is like, hey, like, you know, good luck, and tries to give him a handshake. And he's like, fine, yes, whatever. Like, that would have been stronger. Yeah, like, yeah, just something so that we have, like, a sense of she's, like, a nice person. Yeah. So, so that it's not just, like, Nicholas, like, look at this a girl. What a person. pushover. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, it would have been nice I, to give I don't, her I don't want to be that guy, but I also do think that because it wasn't, I feel like it was more realistic to me, like not to be that guy, but like, I think yeah. it hits much stronger sure. when you realize that you don't always get that like little helping crutch of like a wholesome moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes you get hit with it hard and it's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. you gotta that's have true. To, like, and that's true. Mm-hmm. if you look at her, like you can, tr- you can truly see that she just wants to have fun where like mm. in his mind, <laughs> Nick is like, I'm going to annihilate her. Destroy her. (laughs) That was the most most far-fetched part of the show for me. It was like the idea he couldn't have any fun on a show that's just like getting pied in the face because he wasn't winning at getting pied in the face. (laughs) Like the slow motion where he's like huffing and puffing and like (laughs) I hate this slime because I'm not winning. Yeah, I was telling Hannah, I was like, he keeps like losing these competitions and like they dump like, you know, powder on him or like ketchup Mm -hmm. or whatever. And like it keeps cutting to his family looking so disappointed. I was like, this would be one thing if it was like a spelling bee or like something of consequence but it's just like literally you're gonna get messy like 
the the prize is nothing. You're on TV like you've already won. Right. To me, it would be I feel like the episode would hit harder if it was something of consequence like and like a drawing contest or like something like that where it's actually like you see he works hard and is cocky and doesn't because I think that'd be like it's okay to work hard at something just make sure it doesn't go too far like that might be a little mm-hmm. more easy but it's kind of like I feel like they're like from a visual standpoint you have to see Nick at the beginning with his shirt and his tie and his perfectly coiffed hair and by the end where he's been tarred and feathered quite literally <laughs> so it's like it's for the visual like it's that's what that's what they're that's why it's it's got to be this unfortunately i really agree i think it'd be a much stronger episode if it were like a drawing competition <laughs> and like he's like i'm really good at this yeah. and got cocky about that yeah. it, it really feels like focus on the family just wanted to be like nickelodeons of the devil though <laughs> so you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're I bad really, if you I let really. your kids watch nickelodeon yeah yeah Watch bob but I kind of think yeah, not to not push back, that. not to push back too much, because no, no. I, I I agree with what you guys are saying. But I think also for me, it kind of leveled the playing field. It's not something that he's good sure. at, but he walks in cocky, like, yeah, I've got this in the bag. That's I'm gonna fair. wipe the floor yeah. with this girl, even mm. though it's not something that he's actually has that we know of has any skill in. We don't know that he has good aim. We don't know that he can <laughs> right. go down a, a fudge slide mm. like anyone else can. That, <laughs> like, he's probably a nerd. He can't even do anything. He just draws in his room. That's all he does. Right. <laughs> I felt like Yeah, you suck, Nick. Yeah, you suck. That, that <laughs> shot where he's like covered in chocolate and all the children are like laughing at him in slow motion. I was like, what am I watching right now? Is this a racer head? Like <laughs> It felt like I was reading the book of Job. It was so punishing. Like, this is just like, he's been there enough. Stop it. It felt like that scene in The Hunchback of Notre Dame when yeah. they're throwing fruit. Yeah. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. That's what I thought like, too. Sanctuary. Please. <laughs> sanctuary. And then, like, for the eighth time in the episode, we get the. You're a big shot. A hot shot. Yes, you are. And uh, he he quotes the verse again for everyone who tries to honor themselves will be humbled, and uh, yeah, then he he goes home and Nick and McGee is back. Before we move on, can I say one more thing about the the, the one scene? Please. The host. Did anyone else have a yeah. show with him? Yeah, I was like, this yeah. man he would never so host a show. Ego. Yeah. He was so mean. Yeah. And he called him. He called the kids his little piggies. I thought that was a step too far. I thought it was too much. I was for me. so uncomfortable. Yeah. My little I'm like, I get you're trying to say these shows are bad, but even that, like the fact that one of the focus on the family writers put that pen to paper and said little piggies. Yeah. They really wrote the host as if like he was like done with the show afterwards and he went to his green room and he just like takes some blow and it's just like yeah. I hate kids <laughs> <laughs> and he goes back home and grabs a pack of six and he's just in- <laughs> He's just like, yeah. I hate my life. Yeah, I was like, look, I'm glad that like the set dresser is kind of a hand that the guy who's probably the set dresser for the real show is handsome enough to play the host in this episode. But uh, <laughs> I didn't buy him for a second as like the host of a TV show. The end of the episode, he makes amends with Janie, kind of, and then the mom shows up to uh, to bring the him mom home. lurking outside. Yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> takes him home and. Uh, Nick and then she to says, in the car. What she she say? says, before they get to the car, like, you know, I'm learning about humility too. That yeah. kind of full circle of like, mm. I took the job and it's just something I'm going to be okay with. Yeah. 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 
And then the, epi- mm. the episode ends with um, Nicholas talking to McGee in the car, and the mom like, "Honey, who, who are you talking to?" And he's like, "Oh, nothing, mom." Oh no, one <laughs> mom. No one mom. No one mom. <laughs> the mom. Yeah. Only so, the dog understands. So, Mitch, you said this was a bit of a weaker episode, and I think coming off the heels of what's to come next, which is the not so great escape, where that's like a messy, like, what are you actually trying to say? Focus on the family. I thought this one, where it was a little more like, I can track with what's happening in the episode. There's a lot of filler in the episode. That's an issue. There's a lot of filler. But I felt like the message was the strongest so far that that we've gotten about. Like, humility is important. I 100% agree with that. I think if I were a kid, this would be really boring. Compared to like, it was not one of my favorites. Western and Chow or like Skate you know, Expectations, a game episode or Skate Expectations. Yeah, like this is just an episode where the pie's not entertaining. It just out. talks about, and honestly, I thought the like game show scene yeah. was the most boring. It was so yeah. long. It was it just really kept long. Going. Mm-hmm. It's really really long. Um, so I just think from a pacing and like craft perspective. It's weak in that way. Sure. From a like expressing a biblical value, very strong. Yeah. Um, but it is supposed to be a kid show. Yeah, sure. That's you know right. what I mean? And so I, that that's where it lost. I remember this one. I, I do remember not watching this one as much. I got I think I got this VHS for Christmas one year, and my sister got Twister and Shout, and I was I was a little salty because I was like, Twister and Shout is better, and I would like want to yeah. watch it. And my sister was like, Well, this one's mine, so you can't watch it without my permission. And I was like, maybe you should watch my episode of Star on the Breaking of the We're going to play a game. We're going to do a versus. It's versus, right? Is this trash TV? Are we- <laughs> no, this is guess the child actor. Um, famous child actor. So we're going to... Split up into teams, and we'll go okay. one team at a time. And the the winner will be who gets the most right. I have a bonus tiebreaker if we need to, but we'll go one team at a time. I'll give you three words that are associated with the sometimes personal life, but mostly filmography of these child okay. actors. And okay. you have to guess who you think it is. Who are the teams? I don't know a lot of these Disney actors, so I feel like <laughs> I, I feel am, like I I I'm got some you. pretty good like okay. actors to get. I feel like everyone should know. Okay, ninety five percent. Will there be a chance? Last to week's steal? episode, you like casually dropped the supporting character on That's a Raven's real legal name. <laughs> so Annalise Vanderpool. I know I'm not in the same. Class it's not. As you it's not that difficult. Okay, I should say. Um, is there a chance to steal? Do we want there to be a chance to steal? Yes. All right. Yeah. So we'll let the teams. <laughs> once I say the three words, we'll let the teams discuss. It's Times Square versus Kansas City. Right? Yeah. So okay. it'll be Zach and Lucas versus Mitch and Olivia. How do we want to decide who goes first? Um, because I'm the host of this show, I'll give it to. I'll let them go first. Oh, right. Don't be humble. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be humble. I feel like I've been called to the head of the table. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm trying to gauge how tricky the game is going to be first before just jumping in. <laughs> All right. So think mostly filmography, maybe a little okay. bit of personal life. But if it's personal life, it'll be pretty general. Okay. All right. First one. These are your three context clues. <laughs> I feel so intense. 
Okay. Snowbell, Maguire, Vampire. Snowbell throws me. Maguire. Yeah. Like Lizzie Maguire. Like well, what's the vampire one then? Jonathan Lipnicki was a little vampire. Yeah, but was he in, a, in Maguire? No. Oh, but wasn't he in um um that 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 Tom Cruise movie? Show me the money. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Snow Snowbell is the cat. There you and go. Man. Stuart Little. The answer is Jonathan Lipnicki. Yes, the answer is Jonathan Lipnicki. That was Lipnicki. the first one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, is that a tricky one? Whoa. I will say, I my method behind this was Googling famous child actors. He was the last one I found, but when I did the random okay. number generator to like mix them up, it got one. So okay, okay. I was I at the I end of my it. rope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one point for Kansas City, <laughs> Times Square. Are we ready? All right. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Here, here are your three right. context. I'm clues. walking in. Yeah. Gwen, Dean, and Moreno. This one's a tricky one. I will say. The most tricky one. Could you say them again, please. Yeah, one more time. Gwen, Dean, and Moreno. I'll give you a hint that's in reference to people. That they've like played? Gwen. Who's Gwen? Gwen Stacy. <laughs> Moreno Sorry, is Gwen. what's Moreno? What's the second one? Gwen what and whatever? I don't know. What's a Moreno way you? D- Dean? Dean. Dean. <laughs> Dean Kane? <laughs> if it makes you guys feel any better we have nothing on this yeah, side so <laughs> moreno is... i could give another hint but is that i'm gonna no. feel i'm gonna <laughs> feel so don't no. do it no yeah i was gonna give another hint for lip nikki but you got you got it pretty quick i'm gonna feel so dumb when you say we knew it. <laughs> i would love it i don't another, know i think they should I would yeah love give them hint. the hint because we might want one in the future yeah these oh, we are were shown mercy these context clues are the last names of actors actors yeah gwen dean moreno i'm gonna throw something out i don't want to waste a i don't know miranda cosgrove is it miranda sure. cosgrove is that your final answer yes no so they get a chance to steal for half a point i know we get a chance to steal yeah, yeah. we're just gonna take a guess yeah. is it shirley temple no okay uh, well it is Natalie Wood. Dang it! Oh my this gosh! This is Zach's whole thing. Edmund Gwynn. Oh, d- Miracle on 30. I feel like an idiot yeah. James right now. James Dean for Rebel Without a Cause. Right, we got that right. one. Rita yeah. Moreno, West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Not Rita Moreno. I just couldn't that guess. Was it. Yeah. I'm Dang. sorry, I just couldn't Zach. guess who it was. I really wanted to give it to you. Where were you, Lucas? Let's not turn on each other. I thought I we've established I didn't watch the black and white Miracle on 34th Street. I like Matilda. Matilda. <laughs> oh, I like Matilda and Jurassic Park that guy. A, that was a tricky one. I feel like this is, by the way, I feel like this is way more tricky. Than I'm one. sorry. It's like, no, it's like, I like a challenge. Night and day. This yeah. is a good difficulty level. Yeah. Night and day easier than the Disney one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Third one. This is for Team Kansas City. Your three clues are Brie Larson, okay. Flounder, and Sea Monster. Whoa. Brie Larson, I thought like the the kid who was in it with and room. One. Oh, room. Oh, oh, but Brie Larson was in not motocross, but, but the other one, motocross, uh-huh. the racing one, the racing one. But I don't think that's it. I feel like probably what were the other what were the other clues? Flounder and Sea Monster. Flounder and Sea Monster. 
Maybe it is that kid that you're thinking yeah. of because maybe he's doing the voice for Flounder in the new Little Mermaid. He is doing the voice for Flounder. Gosh, what is his name? Isn't it like he was in Wonder? Jacob Trembley. 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 <laughs> Jacob Trembley. It, on three together, one, two, three. Jacob, Jacob Twembley. <laughs> Jacob Tremblay. Yes, that was yeah. right. What is, the, what is the sea monster? Luca. He voiced Luca oh, in the most recent. Very good. Very good. And he is playing Flounder that. in the new Little Mermaid movie. Cute. Nice. Yeah. He's a cutie. Yeah. All right. Times Square. Times Square. In the, where time is a cruel master. All right. These are your three. <laughs> these are your three clues. Lizzie, the Little Rascals, Billboard. Oh, 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 wait. Oh, I don't know about Lizzie. I'm thinking, so Lucas, I'm thinking, are you familiar with the Olsen twins work, Billboard Dad? And Lizzie is Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen, right? yes. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah, it's, yeah. it's, wait, is it two? Is it both it Olsen twins? It could, I mean, unless I'm missing something, but I think Lizzie, Elizabeth Olsen, Little Rascals, they they're in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. Billboard Dad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, is that the Olsen twins? Yes, it is the Olsen twins. Oh, B-U-T-T wow. Out. That was a good, good job. B-U-T-T Do you know the names of the Olsen twins? Mary Kate and Ashley. Come there on. Come, do you try yeah. to trip me? <laughs> yeah. We should. Lucas, are you familiar with the work of Mary Kate and Ashley? Uh, I, I just okay. remember the little rascal. Well, you're an only child, so that makes sense. There was no big sistering yeah, of like, you're an only watch. child. That makes sense. You have yeah. no siblings. Yeah. You're alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the next one? This is for yes. Team Kansas City, Peanut Butter and Oreos, Mykonos. Oh, easy. And this Tyra easy. Banks. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lo- Come Lindsay on. Lohan. That is Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay yes. Lohan. It's the only way shine I eat bright, my Oreos. Be a star. Shine bright, shine bright, be a star. All right. Are you ready for the next one? I am. Team Times Square. Prepare to get squared. These are your three clues. <laughs> David Copperfield, glasses, how to succeed. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, 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 Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> no. That is Daniel Radcliffe. How to succeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you know? I found Daniel this out today when I was Googling him that he was in a David Copperfield movie I like did. before was he was in Harry thing. Potter. Yeah. I had no idea. That's where they saw him because mm-hmm. Maggie Smith did it with him. And she said, oh, this little boy is brilliant, too. <laughs> All right. Next one. Honey, Shapiro, Attenborough. Honey. At- Shapiro? Shapiro. Like Ben Shapiro? Like the bad guy? Um, isn't Shapiro a pizza? Sabaro. Never mind. Sabaro! <laughs> <laughs> Shapiro. What's Shapiro with you? Um, What's Shapiro honey, with you? Honey. All I can think of is that Jennifer Lopez movie, which is this is not. Well, we just and that's not Jennifer Lopez. Every heartbreak was That's her Honey. movie. What was the last clue? Attenborough. 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 That's the last name of someone, right? Yes. Shapiro. Shapiro. I know this. I think it's like the Mattel girl, maybe, because Miss Honey. Oh, interesting. Miss Honey. But what she? What would she be in with Richard Attenborough? Um. um Famous for oh hey I talked about it earlier Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street oh, with Richard Attenborough. So and, what's her name? 
Um, <laughs> can we just say the Matilda girl? Matilda girl. That feels like enough. No, to me. Oh, I no. think we need I a name. Oh, on no. Twitter when I was on What's Twitter. What's in a name? Um, oh, no. Oh. Lucas, I just sent it to you. <laughs> I, I, <gasps> I just sent it to you in the chat. Fair. That's not fair. Well, we did the work. We did the legwork. Um, I would like to hold my <laughs> I know. It's so <laughs> good. I sent it before they got it. Stop it. He did send that it before they got Nobody cares about iStage. Um, it is from iStage. Yeah. <laughs> it is Thank from you. I don't know what her name is. Okay. Olsen, Clara, I don't know. Okay, go for it. Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. I was close. You were so close. I got Wilson. I wanted to give a hint, but I couldn't think of like a name hint. But you got the actual. So she is Ben Shapiro's cousin. LOL. Ew. Wow. Ew. And now it's Argo. There's one more left for each team, and then there's the tiebreaker. Which we could just do the tiebreaker if we want it. But. No, no, I want to do. Um, the, I want to. I, like I want to have a nice long episode to edit. <laughs> All right, your next one is where I just. Oh, there we go. Waffles, skincare, Godzilla. Oh no, Godzilla. Is anything coming to mind for you, Lucas, about waffles or? I'm oh. thinking. I'm trying to find any scenes of. What, any what's scenes Eleven's of name from Netflix? <laughs> from is it millie bobby okay, brown so is Wolfhard, it? It is millie bobby brown. Brown. Yes. okay who is millie bobby brown it is yes it is let's go who is she <laughs> all right yeah all right so now it's the last round for each one all right last one for kansas city your three clues are star search funny mickey mouse Mm-hmm. Canadian tuxedo. Um, this is Britney Spears. This is Britney Spears. It's Britney Spears and or not Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake, right? I was about I to don't say think Ju- I don't think Justin was on Star Search though, because they both were Mickey Mouse Club, right? Did you say that there could be two? There could there be was two of the Olsen twins. Yeah. What if I just say? <laughs> but what if I'm wrong? <laughs> Jabritney. <laughs> <laughs> were they both? Star Search and Mickey Mouse. Club. They I both like were on Mickey one, Mouse, but I'm pretty sure. sure that Britney was the only one on Star Search. I'm gonna feel cheated if we say Britney and it was both, and I don't get the point. I will. I will riot. Do you understand? I'll riot. <laughs> I'll burn the podcast to the ground. Okay. Can we get one more clue? Can yeah, we use can our we one get more our clue? Yeah. Our hint. Uh, yes. Let me think of one real quick. It is Britney. That's the clue. <laughs> That's the clue. Right. <laughs> This person did not start their music career as a solo artist. So that is Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. It is Justin Timberlake. Wow. Would have been upset. Would have been upset. I didn't know he was on Star Search. Good for him. I wish he was a better person than his. I know. And I wish his music didn't steal from other people's cultures. That too. But Team Times Square. Last one. We need this one to win, right? You do. Okay. And if not, we, we tie. If not, you tie. Unless okay. I steal it. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Aftershave. Bees. The pizza underground. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, you did get that. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> All right. You know, Lucas has never seen Home Alone. Really? No, it's not, that's not true. <laughs> Oh, Wait, you're so bad at gaslighting. You gotta, you gotta get, get better at it. <laughs> it's a good thing to be bad. 
in conclusion, folks, uh, you know, if you if you have the time, uh, you should go ahead and check out um, A Star on the Breaking from McGee and me. Actually, watch this one. Maybe let us know what you think. We'd love to get a conversation going around some of this. And if there's uh, content that you think that we should be watching, but no, if you have uh, content that you think that we should watch or check out, you know, we're always looking for new stuff. And we want to we wanna know, honestly, what our listening audience has seen, realistically. Um, but... We hopefully you've seen the movie we're going to be talking about next week, which is entitled "The Eyes of Tammy Faye." It's a it's a Jesus keeps on taking me higher and higher. It was Hannah's favorite film of 2021, and we'll be joined by our friend uh, Eric Himes. We'll put some of his music for you to listen to, and uh, we're very excited about the month of February. We have some really interesting things we're going to talk about. And yeah, just just keep following us on Instagram, and if you want to join uh, our private Facebook group, all that is going to be in the episode notes. But before we go, I want to give a shout out to our friend, our buddy, our pal, Mr. Lucas Urbina. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Lucas. And uh, it, hey, if, uh, is there anything that you're up to, or if people want to check you out, uh, where where should they go? Do you want to plug anything? Uh, just follow me on Instagram. I'll be happy to chat with you. Yeah. Want to hang out? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot to mention. Um, hey, did you like our Christmas shoes episode or our the best Christmas special ever episode? Did you think the piano playing was stellar? That was Mr. Lucas himself. So, uh, yeah, Luke, <laughs> Lucas, thank you for that, and thank you for being you're, here you're with welcome. us tonight. Uh, mention Olivia. <laughs> aside from your LinkedIn, anything you'd like to plug? I'd love to plug that LinkedIn one more time, Zach. <laughs> if you just get at me at Mitch Dupree on LinkedIn uh, and endorse a couple of those skills, podcasting, social media, you know the ones, communication, that's really going to help me out in the long run. So thank you, everyone. Uh, get out of here. Nothing for me. <laughs> I'm humbling myself. <laughs> I would like to plug, since you mentioned it, I would love to hear more you can message us through at Godfellas the Pod. We've covered Salty, we've covered VeggieTales, we've covered McGee and Me. What are some other, like, kids' Christian content that you grew up with that maybe we could talk about this year? Maybe you're a fan of Quigley's Village, like myself. Something like that. Prayer Bear. Is that real? That is real. Spending a day down at Quigley's Village. Getting to know other kids like you. Hey! But until next time, folks, I've been Mr. Zach. I've been Miss Hannah. I've been Mr. Mitch. I've been Miss Olivia. I'm Mr. Lucas. Well, the adventure is over. We're all heading home. But I hope that you know, friends, you're never like McGee and me and you wish the writing were a little bit stronger, 
And, and, and you know what? They even have some some Christian stuff in a in a few episodes of Boy Meets World, also. So yeah, you can watch Boy Meets World, and then if you're you you like that McGee and Nick duo, you can watch Lizzie McGuire. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nah. There, you, there you go. 